Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 93 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host, Mike Morrison, one half of the Membership Guys. And in today's show, I'm talking about why I dislike the closed door membership marketing strategy. So this is the marketing strategy that's gained a lot of traction, a lot of popularity in certain circles online over recent years, whereby rather than just having your membership out there and promoting it and marketing it the way that you would market pretty much any sort of service or product, rather than doing that, you put on this whole act of closing the doors, limiting registrations, and only opening up for new enrollments and new members to join your membership at specific periods of the year. Now, some people swear by this model, and without question, there are certain circumstances where I think it's perfectly fine. If the subject that your membership covers is one where you have a natural end date. So one example that comes to mind is a student of ours who had a membership that was all about helping people get their college applications in order. Now, obviously, that is a very time specific sort of membership in terms of when people are actually going to need it. So it makes sense then to have natural start and end dates in terms of when enrollment will be available for your membership. If you're teaching a program, so if you have, maybe it's a course or maybe it's a library of content, and rather than just dumping people in there and leaving them to their own devices, you actually want to give hands-on support and take people through step-by-step a set-out program where everyone is moving through at the same pace. You're giving little check-ins, maybe you're doing some live coaching, some hands-on stuff. That sort of program, again, it makes sense to have a model whereby you have limited enrollment periods. So your door is closed. People can't enroll until you open the door for a very specific launch period. That makes sense. If you have a seasonal business, again, that might be something where you have specific periods of the year where you're closed and then certain periods where you're open. Or if you're genuinely only able to be there for members at certain times of the year. So maybe you know that every winter, so the last three months of the year or, you know, quarter three or quarter four, whenever, you know that you are not going to be around, that things in other areas of your business are going to dominate your schedule. And as such, you don't want to have new members joining during that time because you won't be there to give them the sort of support and access that you would like. Then again, closing down your membership and then reopening it at a better time can work and it can make sense. So I'm not against this model completely. I'm just not a fan of this approach when it is used for purely marketing purposes. If closing the doors and opening them again, then closing them, then opening and closing them and opening, if that makes sense for the topic you're trying to teach, for the way you want to teach it, and for the audience you want to serve, if that sort of model works well for those things, great. But if you're only doing it because you think that it is the best way of getting new members. It's purely a sales and marketing tactic. I'm really not a fan. Now, before we dig into this even further, I want to say that this podcast episode is brought to you by membersiteacademy.com, the number one resource for anyone looking to plan 
build, launch, and grow a successful membership website. When I tell you that the membersiteacademy.com is the number one place to be, that it has all of the courses, resources, community support, and all that good stuff that you need to make your membership successful. I'm not telling you because someone's thrown a bunch of money at me to say that. I'm telling you because it's our baby, because we built it, and because we're in there day after day helping hundreds and hundreds of membership site owners just like you to become successful. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com, and if you hadn't guessed from the overall tone of this episode, membersiteacademy.com is open any time to join. No false scarcity, no fake launches or any of that nonsense. Just head on over to membersiteacademy.com and jump right in. All right, so getting back to this whole open and closed launch cycle as a marketing tactic there is no doubt that it works for some people there's a lot of people out there who'll be quite happy to tell you that this is the number one way of running a successful membership site first and foremost that should be your red flag because there is no one-size-fits-all strategy or approach to building a successful membership and when you typically look closer at the sort of sites or at the sort of people who claim that this is such a highly effective strategy, what you'll find is that usually they are backed by an army of affiliates and a huge email list and ad budget without which they simply wouldn't be able to make this strategy work. Because the truth is when you're using this kind of launch strategy, open, close, open, close all the time to promote your membership, the cost of acquisition for your members skyrockets. You have to put a lot into running ads. You have to put a lot into paying affiliates. And essentially it gives you the worst of both worlds and that's the first big reason why I'm not a fan of this sort of model. You get the worst of both worlds. You have the pressure and the costs of a big launch campaign without the financial payoff that you would typically get from the sort of things this sort of strategy is usually used for. The whole open, close, open, close thing or the whole loan strategy is typically used when you have a course, a course that'll cost a thousand or two thousand dollars. And so when you have that sort of high ticket item that you're selling, the fact that you have to pay affiliates for all of their referrals, the fact that you have to spend lots of money on ads isn't as big an issue because you're selling a $1,000 or a $2,000 course. When you're selling a membership site where typically you're not going to be charging any more than maybe $50 to $60 per month, or if you're selling annual memberships, you're maybe going to be charging between four dollars and $500 at most, that's not a high ticket item to the degree of an online course. And as such, you are getting the worst of both worlds. You get all the pressure and all the costs and all the high intense buildup, the risk of doing a big launch, but you're not getting that huge financial payoff. So it really is the worst of both worlds. That's one of the main reasons I'm not a fan. The other reason I'm not a big fan of this model, so reason number two, is that it typically screws up your community dynamic. Because what happens is you run your launch and then you get this initial influx of new members. Then you close the doors and there's no fresh blood coming into the community for three months, six months, 12 months, however long your doors are closed for. So your community starts to stagnate, people start to drift away, 
People notice and they pick up on the fact that there's no new members coming around and so they start to slip away to log in less frequently, to participate less frequently because there's no real buzz or forward momentum taking place within your community. Then when you open the doors, you get this big rush of new members coming in, but all of these people coming in are brand new. And so they're all going to be introducing themselves. They're all going to be asking the same kind of beginner level questions. And you end up with this huge divide between this influx of new members and the guys who've been around for months and months, and sometimes even years. Now, this gives you what I call the January gym effect. Any of you guys who frequently go to the gym, and for any of you who have met me, you will know I'm not one of those guys, but I have been to a gym once or twice. Um, if you go to a gym frequently, most people who are regular gym users will avoid going as much as possible during January because they know that that's when all of the people who are doing their New Year's resolutions will be taking up all of the machines. So you have that influx of new recruits for the gym who just annoy everybody. They're doing everything wrong. They're not wiping down the machines. They're not following gym etiquette. And they're generally just making a nuisance of themselves. That's what happens in your community when you have this sort of launch model. All these new members come in and the way in which they behave, because they're behaving like newbies, that's what they are. But that can often rub your more established long-term members up the wrong way so they don't bother showing up during your launch period which means that the new guys coming in they're saying hello they're introducing themselves they're asking questions and they're getting nothing back because the only other people in there at the at that time are other new members and maybe you and some people on your team that just turns into a vicious cycle where the only activity in your forum ends up being new members coming in introducing themselves, having a little flurry of activity, and then everything dies out. And your forum or your Facebook group becomes a ghost town until the next launch. And the same thing happens. Then your community is a ghost town. So reason number two of why I'm not a big fan of this sort of closed door marketing strategy is the effect that it has on the community. That January gym effect can totally kill any community spirit or any momentum that you have in your community. Reason number three why I typically dislike this sort of strategy is that it's simply lazy marketing. I've been around this space long enough to know that the more tricks and the more nonsense you have to use, the more likely it is because you're masking a mediocre product. I've actually heard it said that if you don't use this sort of scarcity in your marketing, then people have no reason to buy. How about just having a kick-ass product? Surely that is the reason people will buy, right? If your product is actually good, people will buy it. If you've built trust, people will buy. If you've nurtured the relationship with your audience, people will buy. You shouldn't need to have to put them into high-pressure buying decisions, to have people taking out credit cards to join your membership or to buy that lifetime deal that's only available with all of the bonuses during your launch period and all that nonsense shouldn't be putting people in these sort of high pressure decisions because that's not good for sustaining long-term relationships with your members and you need those long-term relationships if you want people to stick around and continue paying you month after month year after year this is vital to the success of your membership 
Simply lazy marketing. If you're only doing this because you can't figure out how to organically get people to join your membership or because your membership site simply does not sell itself, and that's really not good for the long-term success of your membership. Reason number four for why I really don't like this model is that it quite often attracts the wrong kind of member. More often than not, people will join memberships because they have a problem to solve, a goal they want to reach, a transformation they want to see. Now think about this. If someone is willing to wait three months, six months, or even 12 months for you to open your doors until they actually start pursuing that goal, how serious or committed do you think they're going to be to getting results? How seriously are they taking this problem? If it's not been compelling enough for them to seek an alternative solution rather than just sit around twiddling their thumbs waiting for you to open your doors. If I'm hungry, and I'm very often hungry, and I come across your restaurant and I read your menu and everything about it just has my mouth watering and I can't wait to come in and to fill my belly and to gorge on what I'm sure will be the delicious meal you will serve. But there's a sign on your door saying, we are closed until next week. I'm not going to sit in your doorway and starve to death waiting for you to open the door. Of course not. I'm going to wander down the street and I'm going to find somewhere else that can feed me. Somewhere else that may actually have nicer meals on the menu. And even if they don't necessarily elicit the same response that your restaurant had, maybe they don't have my mouth watering quite as much, I'm still going to eat there rather than waiting for you to come around and open your door. If your membership product is good enough, if your membership product is solid enough, if the problems or the goals or the results that people want from your membership are compelling enough, they will not wait for you to open their doors. The people who are willing to wait clearly are not motivated enough and that lack of motivation leads to shorter member life cycles. It leads to them not sticking around as long, having a lower customer lifetime value and increasing your churn. So number four reason for why I'm not a huge fan of this model is it attracts the wrong kind of member. And the fifth, final, and overall ultimate reason why I think that this sort of model kind of sucks is that whenever you're using this sort of false scarcity, it's not done to benefit the member. I said at the beginning of this episode that there are certain circumstances where I think opening and closing, opening and closing is perfectly fine. But all of those circumstances relate to what is best for the member. If I know my membership can help someone get a result in just four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, however long, who am I to delay that? Who am I to stand in the way of somebody making a positive transformation in their lives, in their business, simply because I can't figure out any other way of marketing my membership site? If you're taking this approach because it fits the topic, if you're taking this approach because it fits the way that you know is best to teach this topic and get people results, if it fits the market, if it fits your member, if it's done because it benefits the member, then great. 
If you're doing it because some internet marketing guru told you that it's the only way you can bring in new members, or because you haven't put in the time and effort to figure out how to actually grow your membership organically, then I'm sorry, but I think this approach really, really sucks. Now, it's important to point out that we've actually tested this model against having your membership open all of the time. So we split tested all the traffic that was going to the sales pages of a number of six and seven figure membership sites that we've been directly involved in. Half of that traffic went to a page which enabled people to enroll right away. Half of it went to a page which put them on a wait list and had the door closed for three months. Now we ran that experiment for several months and then having given it enough time after the experiment was run for us to actually observe what happened in terms of how long people stuck around and so on, we then crunched that data. And what we found was that yes, having the doors closed and then open them did overall result in a few more members than those sites had actually brought in organically during that same period. So there were more members, but the cost to actually get those members, the cost of acquisition was far higher with the open close model. And as well as that, those members who joined in that launch period versus the ones who just joined organically, they did not stick around for as long as the organic members did. And the members that are brought in, the cost of acquiring those members was far higher because there was ad spend involved and the retention wasn't as good. So overall, you're paying more money for members who don't stick around as long. And this isn't even going into the level of stress and the level of pressure and all the extra resources and work that was involved in running the launch promotions too. So this isn't just me ranting and giving my personal opinions and anecdotal stuff. This is based on real-world data as well. Now, don't get me wrong, the headline figure of being able to say, we got however many hundred members or however many thousand members in just 72 hours, it certainly looks impressive. But when you look closer, it never tells the full story. And I know that listeners of this show are smart enough to see through that sort of internet marketing-style BS bragging. So hopefully I've made my case a little bit if you've been on the fence. Or at the very least, hopefully, I've just inspired a little bit of food for thought. And if you've got an opinion either way, let me know on Twitter at MembershipGuys or pop into our Facebook group, TalkMemberships.com. Let me know if you agree with me. Let me know if you think I'm absolutely wrong. If you've got your own stories or your own experiments or your own data, then please do share it with us. Always open to opinions and input because as I said at the top of this episode there is no one size fits all approach to membership sites what works for one won't always work for the other and no one person's opinion is more valid than the next so that's it from me for this episode hopefully you found it useful hopefully you've enjoyed it and hopefully you'll join me again next week for another installment of the membership guys podcast If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the MembersiteAcademy.com. The Membersite Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, 
exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com. Do you want to boost your member signups and take your membership to the next level? If so, you're not going to want to miss the free webinar that I'm running on Tuesday the 26th of March. It's called Supercharge Your Membership Sales and it is entirely free. During the webinar, you will learn how to level up your core membership sales funnel for more traffic leads and sales. You'll discover the biggest roadblocks that could be costing you sales right now and most importantly, how to fix them. And we're going to cover the key tactics that you need to have in place to successfully market and scale your membership. Plus, you get the opportunity to tap into my years of expertise in the membership space and have me help solve your current sales and marketing challenges. So, if you want to take your membership sales to the next level, join me on Tuesday, March 26th at 7pm UK time and go to membershipgeeks.com slash webinar That's membershipgeeks.com slash webinar to secure your free seat today.